Good morning. It's 21 after 7. We're at 21 degrees, heading up to a high of about 30 today under a heat warning that's in effect for the next few days. I'm Jerry Yegar in for John Moore. Mark Tui will join you just after 9 as he's in to fill in for me. And uh, we're playing it day by day when uh, John will be back. He was feeling a little under the weather yesterday. So one story that has received a lot of conversation and controversy, uh, especially in the talk radio area, is the Ford government cutting the size of the new science center to be built at Ontario Place. Joining me now to talk about this, Ken Greenberg, an urban planner and a member of the advocacy group Ontario Place for All. Good morning. Good morning. Are you of the opinion that the, um, that, uh, the science center should stay where it is? Absolutely. Why? This was a really good idea of the progressive conservative government of John Robarts and Bill Davis 50 years ago to spread out the great cultural assets uh, in the Toronto region throughout the area and not put them all downtown to give people who live in the inner suburbs access to these assets. The people of Flemington Park and Thorncliffe Park have developed a very special relationship, as have people throughout the region. And it had one flaw. The one flaw was its accessibility. So now the government is actually building the Ontario line to the aptly named Science Centre Station, which already exists up there. And we also have the Crosstown uh, Eglinton LRT. So it will be extremely accessible. It has an award-winning building by architect Raymond Moriyama. Um, it does a, an extraordinary thing by providing access into the Don Valley. And for all those reasons, um, it's a terrific asset beloved by many people. And by the way, I'm not against having a Science Centre satellite at Ontario Place, which the, uh, the curators of the Science Centre have long felt was a good idea, which deals with climate change in in a period when obviously that's a top issue, the Great Lakes, uh, water, hydrology, uh, and gives an opportunity to use the pods in in Everhart Zeidler's uh, wonderful design for Ontario Place to great advantage. Another great architect of the period and another centennial project of the progressive conservative government. All right. I was talking about this with uh, Tim Hudak and earlier this morning, and he was saying that he enjoyed such great times as a young person at the Science Center, and he believes now it's kind of become old and musty and out of date and chunks of it aren't being used. Um, it, one way or another, it, it needs to be changed. It, ne- it has been neglected. There's no doubt about that. But it's a wonderful building. It was designed by the architects, the structure to last 250 years. Like all buildings after 50 years, the program has to be updated, renewed. But the when it was announced through a really surreptitious RFP, the only reason we're talking about it and that you know you and I know about it is uh, some people discovered that there was an announcement on Merck's which is an is for the industry only. You have to pay to get access to it. There was no formal announcement by the government in any of its channels that they were going to issue this RFP. And by the way, in the RFP, we learned that there would be a loss of the rainforest, the adventure playground, the planetarium, and a number of other key features. Why? Because it is half the size of the existing science center. Um, The other thing that's really interesting about this is the RFP is not just for the Science Centre, 
It's actually for a building, and the building contains a parking garage, a 2,100-car parking garage, which is four times bigger than the Science Center itself, five levels below grade. To put that in perspective, Nathan Phillips Square has 2,400 spaces. It's one of the largest underground parking garages in the world. This one at 2,100 spaces is a rival. So imagine Nathan Phillips Square, the parking, where there are three major entrances, one on Queen Street, one on Bay Street, and one to the north serving that garage. So a garage of that size sitting at that point on Lakeshore Boulevard. And by the way, the garage is largely for Therm. It's absolutely required for the operation of the mega spa. And so the, the RFP to developers asking them actually to design the Science Center is for this building, which four times more of which is devoted to the parking garage than to the Science Center itself. I'm talking to Ken Greenberg, an urban planner. He's a member of the advocacy group Ontario Place for All. But if we circle back to where the uh, Science Center is now, I thought part of the plan was that that is land that could be maybe better used in a city that is short on supply and high on demand for housing. We'd be better off uh, with this new uh, arrangement in that regard so that housing absolutely there are parking lots along don mills which the city owns which are planned already to be converted to housing and can be the science center itself and its descent into the valley falls into the hazard lands governed by the um, conservation authority they're in the floodplain and so no housing can actually be built on that part. It's a deeply uh, sloping forested area, as I say, in the floodplain. So all the housing that can be built absolutely should be built. And I think uh, Ontario Place for All and the city is all in favor of building as much housing as possible. By the way, around the intersection of Don Mills and Eglinton, where the new Science Center subway stop is and where the new LRT has a stop as well, there's a community forming of about 25 to 30,000 new housing units on the former Celestica site and on all four corners of that intersection, what the province calls a transit-oriented community. It's already happening. And everyone agrees that it should continue to happen. And now that the subway and the LRT are coming there, by all means, the surface parking lot should be converted to housing, including a significant component of what everyone is talking about, which is affordable housing. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> we need all kinds of housing in the city. And as an urban planner, then, how do you react to people then who, you know, there's a lot of nimbyism that causes such trouble. And then people saying, oh, no, no, you can't build over six stories or over eight stories. I think we're just going to have to have a bunch of 50-story buildings in this city. Well, I've, I've spoken to people from Flemington Park and Thorncliffe Park, and there's nobody saying you shouldn't build more than a six-story building. They actually welcome the new neighbors. They welcome what's happening to their neighborhood. And it actually is a wonderful neighborhood because it contains not only the Science Center as a great cultural asset, but also the Aga Khan Museum, the Japanese Cultural Center. So what's forming up there in Don Mills is exactly what all the plans have called for and what the government, I believe, was thinking when they uh, did the Ontario line from the Ontario Science Centre to Ontario Place 
at both ends and build the the uh, science center station there. So everything was working really well. And I, I want to go back to Ontario Place. Um, as I say, we're all in favor of having a satellite of the Science Center at Ontario Place. But what's being proposed, think of it as a kind of iceberg. And the tip of, the, of this iceberg is um, the Science Center, a much smaller building. The mass of the iceberg is this gigantic parking garage awkwardly placed on Lakeshore Boulevard. And the Science Center itself has a very awkward relationship to the proposed therm mega spot. It actually sits in the shadow. It's almost like a little saddlebag beside the gigantic entry pavilion. So the amount of congestion at that one single point on Lakeshore Boulevard with this gigantic new garage occupying uh, the frontage. And again, there's a kind of irony because we're building a new subway. We have an intermodal station uh, that's under construction by the province with all day go service, with 15 minute headways, with the 509 LRT, and now with the Ontario line, just a couple of hundred meters away from where uh, you arrive at Ontario Place, with opportunities for an intermediate transit system that would, for those who can't walk that, that short distance, uh, get you right down to that satellite branch of the Science Center and to Ontario Place. So uh, again, this this is just completely odd. It's really hard to understand why it's being done. It has so many disadvantages. And as far as I can tell, no advantages. Ken Greenberg is an urban planner. He's a member of the advocacy group Ontario Place for All. Thanks very much. Thank you.